Hello everyone, Pastor Kevin here with The Biblical Perspective, a show where we look to the Bible concerning the things of life. And I don't know if any of you have found it difficult to stay engaged with the Lord, to spend time in the Word or in prayer. Um, maybe these difficult times or you've been going through difficult times, whether it's during the lockdown or the coronavirus or any other time, uh, you, you're experiencing difficulty, uh, maybe fear, maybe a difficult time staying engaged. I want to encourage you with the word from the Lord today from Jeremiah, which is kind of an encouragement and a warning. And so with that said, let's turn to the word. Jeremiah chapter 12 in my personal devotion this week I was away um, with my family on vacation just getting some rest before we pick things up with church this week moving to three services uh, this coming Sunday wanted to just kind of get away uh, and rest a little and while in the word uh, early in the morning uh, in Jeremiah chapter 12 Jeremiah is coming before the Lord with some concerns um, because, you know, they've th threatened to kill Jeremiah. They've threatened his life. And um, he sees wickedness all around him. And he wants to have a conversation with the Lord about it. And I, and I can understand this. I was just reading this morning where a church in Mississippi, Holly Springs, Mississippi, was burned by an arson. And the graffiti said something to the effect of, I bet you'll stay home now. Um, and, you know, remember, as we've been going through the, the timeline for the end times, one of the things that we know is coming on the horizon is an increase in persecution against the church. And remember, I told you that prior to the rapture, as believers, we're going to begin to see some difficult things happen in the world. We won't be put into the wrath of God because we are his bride as the Christian church of Jesus himself. However, we're going to see some difficult times ahead. So Jeremiah beginning to experience difficult times in chapter 12, begins to talk to the Lord. Look at what he says here. He says, righteous are you, O Lord. So he starts off in a very good way because God is righteous and he approaches him humbly. But then notice what Jeremiah says. He says, righteous are you, O Lord, when I plead with you, yet let me talk with you about your judgments. And when he says, yet let me talk with you, ah, uh, Oh, wait, hold on, Jeremiah. What are you getting at? God is righteous, yet you need to talk to him. Notice what Jeremiah says next. He says, let me talk to you about your judgment. In other words, God, you know, you're righteous and you're holy, but I want to discuss with you really quick how you're handling things because it's a little difficult right now. And, you know, I want to make sure you see what's happening down here. And maybe you feel like that sometimes. Maybe you experience difficulty. You see these things happening and you want to go talk to God about it because maybe you figure maybe you could advise him on how he could manage all of this a little better. Notice what Jeremiah says next. He says, why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why are those who deal so treacherously? You have planted them. Yes, they have taken root. They grow. Yes, they bear fruit. You are near uh, in their mouth, but far from their mind. He says, God, you know, the wicked are prospering and what they're putting their hands to is turning out good for them. They're making money. And then they even they even have you in their mouth. They, they speak of you 
yet in their hearts and minds, Lord, they don't even know you and they don't even walk with you and they're prospering. Come on, God, what are you doing? That's kind of Jeremiah's demeanor here. Notice verse three says, but, but you, O Lord, know me. You have seen me. You have tested my heart towards you. Pull them out like sheep from the slaughter and prepare them for the day of slaughter. Lord, they are prospering, but you know me. They're threatening me, but you've already tested me, God. You know me. Deal with them, Lord God. And he goes on to say, verse 4, How long will the land mourn and the herbs of, the, of every field wither? The beasts and the birds are consumed for the wickedness of those who dwell there because they said he will not see our final end. The land is even desolate because of the work of these wicked people. God, don't you see all of this? Don't you see what I'm going through? And you see how they're prospering and they're threatening my life, yet I'm only serving you? God, don't you see this? Why don't you handle this? And now I want to show you God's response to Jeremiah. And this is where we need to take a little application here in verse 5. And then I'll stop. Look at verse 5 if you have your Bibles. Or you can simply look on the screen. Verse 5 says, If you have run with the footmen and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with horses? And if in the land of peace in which you trusted they wearied you, how, then how will you do in the footplain, excuse me, the floodplain of the Jordan? And verse five is very, very, very revealing because God challenges Jeremiah. And I love this about God. Um, when I'm discipling people, I like to do this myself. Jeremiah is whining about the situation to God and God comes back and he says this, listen, Jeremiah, if you are wearied with the footmen, how can you handle the horsemen? And if in the times of peace you're wearied, then how are you going to be able to stand when times get tougher? In other words, listen to me, church. If in times before coronavirus, you couldn't read your Bible and you couldn't spend time with the Lord. If during the lockdown, when you didn't have as much to do, you couldn't spend time in prayer and you couldn't spend time reading and spending time with the Lord then when times get tougher, when things get busier again, or even as our country and world begin to change and persecution begins to arise, how are you going to be able to stand in? So here's the thing that we need to take to consideration as believers right now. And we need to challenge ourselves in this time, in this way. If right now you're finding it difficult to spend time with the Lord, what are you going to do when times get tougher? What are you going to do when we have it, uh, a more difficult time of coming together and worshiping? What are you going to do when you find yourself isolated and not able to get someone to encourage you? How are you going to be able to stand in? God is calling us as believers to spend time with him now. I hope you understand how important it is to read your Bible and to be in prayer and to nourish your inner man, your spiritual man, so that you can be strong in the Lord and ready to run. I hope you understand the seriousness of spiritual warfare. I want to encourage you that God wants to build you up. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to prepare you to be able to stand in any season under any circumstance and represent him. And so we've had the luxury in the past of the, of the easy times and, and the freedoms that we enjoy here in America but what we need to be mindful of is there are times that are coming will that, where all of that could begin to change. And so let me challenge you today. 
It's time for you to open your Bible early in the mornings and dig into it. And you come across stuff like this. And it's, it's so wonderful for God to just pour into us in the morning. You individually, forget what your pastor is saying. And, you know, I'm not saying don't listen to your pastor. Yes, but it's time now for you get, to get along with the Lord, to spend time with him. And you need to do that in the scriptures. Just get up early. Make your coffee if you need to. Sit down. Say, Lord, speak to me. Pick a book of the Bible and begin to travel through it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Here a little, there a little. Let God speak to your heart. Let him prepare. He'll, he'll say things to you. He'll blow you away. He'll say things to you that are just for you. Some of it may be for someone else. He'll lead you into prayer. He'll put things on your heart that are the things of his own heart. And he will begin to shape and mold your heart and your mind. He will build your confidence, your faith, and your strength in him and your trust in him so that you'll be prepared for the things that come against you. And this is the challenge he gave to, to Jeremiah, and it speaks to me, and I hope it speaks to you today. God bless you. I love you. And until next time, this is The Biblical Perspective.